This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Good morning, this is Frida Liu, it's Racy Game. Sheila Singham from Human Equation joins us today uh, it's because it is the final Friday of the month. Every time I see you, I was thinking, yo, the month has gone by so quickly. <laughs> um, we're doing a BFM Enterprise uh, Facebook Live. If you want to join us there and you have any questions for us, you can also WhatsApp us at 0162019000 or tweet us at BFM Radio. Uh, what we're talking about today, that there is a strong correlation between mind, body and spirit. And I think people know that as well. Uh, each an impact on the other. When things are not going well in one area, it can impact the others. For example, if you're down with fever, your spirits can become low and you can feel depressed and think negative thoughts. Similarly, negative thoughts and feelings on a continuous basis can lead to serious illnesses such as cancer. Uh, when mind, body and spirit are out of balance, it can lead to decreased performance and productivity which can impact your efficiency and professionalism. Very often when someone is not performing, we put it down to lack of focus or laziness or some such reason. Um, you know, I just want to say like sometimes people say oh um, you know they used to be such a performer what happened that kind of thing as well right but so in this case could the reason be something else right if a person is continuously suffering from a condition like sinusitis stomach problems chronic pain migraines and the like how can we expect them to perform efficiently so um, in her line of work Sheila has found a strong correlation between thoughts emotions and physical ailments working on their thoughts and emotions has helped alleviate her clients medical symptoms so Welcome again, Sheila, uh, with a very long introduction there. Um, so what we'll normally do is uh, we'll go through some case studies. Or do you want to sort of get us on on, on the same page first with, with my explanation? Yeah. Well, Frida, you mentioned earlier that most people kind of know the mind-body-spirit connection. Um, actually, yeah, most clued in people do. But there are a lot of people out there who are really not clued in. And we propose this to them. They're like, really? You know, spirit? Because the, the mention of the word spirit and everyone just goes, you know, into this, oh, are we talking about religion here and you know, a higher being? We are spirit beings. We've got a soul. We've got a spirit, yeah. Um, unlike, although, although I sometimes wonder. Uh, sometimes some wonder. People some people <laughs> behave no better than animals. But anyway, yeah, so the body, mind and spirit are connected. Mm. Now, your thoughts can be translated into matter. And if, if anyone wants to dispute that, even even Isaac Newton says, you know, energy waves can be tra- yeah. can be converted into matter. So thoughts can be converted into the reality. Mm. What you think actually impacts all the, you know, chemical and yeah. hormonal balance in your body, which then can impact your wellness, your, your mm. state of health. Even spiritually, you know, if you're out of alignment with yourself, if you're lacking passion in what you do, you're bored, you're unhappy, mm. say, in your workplace, that's definitely going to impact your thoughts, right? Mm. You're going to have negative thoughts, you're going to have negative emotions running through you, limiting beliefs. Those are going to be translated into your body, mm. right? Mm. Now, I I first um, sort of came through this, of course, during my programs, the courses that I attended, uh, when it was pointed out to me, the correlation. And I began to read deeper into this and study deeper. And my own personal experience, which I'll share with you later, Mm. really opened my mind and made me think, oh my gosh, the words I'm saying, the thoughts I've been having, the embedded limited beliefs that I've suppressed over the years that I wasn't even aware of, those have actually caused a chronic condition that I had. Uh, where there was no uh, medical basis. Mm. 
You know, so that really shocked me. So sometimes, you know, people say, I've got this problem, I've got that problem, I've got it, got it checked out, and the doctors say there's really nothing wrong with me. It's because there's something going on in the mind that's causing that to be manifested. Right. Your words are so important. That's why uh, when people come and say, your work is killing me, I say, yo, please stop saying that. Yeah. Because your body literally is listening to everything you mm. say. In fact, there's a book by a lady called Barbara Levine, which uh, she wrote. And the title of the book is, Your Body Believes Everything You Say. Mm. You know, so if you say... I love Mondays. Yeah, you better start saying that. So if you keep saying like, you know, I got stress or your work is giving me stress, that's what your body is listening to. Your your mind, your mind, you take charge of your mind, you, you know, take take charge of your results. So we need to be very, very careful of words. I've begun to realize, you know, in, in what I do. Um, the the field uh, that I the modalities that I practice like neuro linguistic programming and all, I began to realize that what you say is what you create. It impacts what you create. So we need to start taking uh, care of the words that we use yeah. and the thoughts that we think. Yeah. Sometimes I catch myself saying things like, "Oh, I better change my words," you know, yeah. uh, because it's impact. So I remembered also before I go into the first case study, you you shared an example of one of your clients who had trouble conceiving, and although uh, historically nobody in a family member, uh, you know, had problems conceiving, and it was because her fear uh, of of bringing this child into the world. Yes, she had had a traumatic uh, first uh, marriage mm. and she was happily meet, remarried and, you know, with some children from him and from her, her first child. And mm. so it was like yours, mine and ours, you know, mm. the Brady Bunch. But what happened is that the thought of, you know, conceiving, mm. she was she was always referencing back to the first marriage where it was a very abusive marriage and, mm. you know, she had a difficult pregnancy and all that. So she was thinking that came back. The past always comes back to haunt yeah. us. So we really need to deal with yeah. the past, yeah? Because that, what we are carrying in the past, the baggage, no matter how deeply embedded in our psyche, will always pop up here yeah. and there, right? Mm. So um, we dealt with the first thing. She, she actually had a miscarriage. And I said to her, um, so... Why are you afraid to have this baby? And she was look, look shocked. But I want this How baby. Dare you? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Sometimes I shock people with these <laughs> questions, and they get taken aback. But it makes them think. And she went, "Yeah, you're right." I said, "You know, you you have conceived before. You mm. conceive, but what is stopping you? What was going on in your mind?" So we dealt with all those limiting beliefs and baggage she carried from the previous marriage, mm. and lo and behold, she conceived. Mm. The right. following year, she conceived, and she's now the now got a healthy, you know, baby, bouncing baby, mm. beautiful baby. Okay, so oh. let's let's go to the the, the first case study here, and uh, you says a colleague uh, with a chronic back pain went through a one and a half hour coaching session and emerged pain free. Hmm. Um, so how did that happen, and what were the consequences for her? Okay, so she'd had this back pain for ten years. And uh, when she had it during her first pregnancy, you know, she was in excruciating pain because of the added weight and all that. Mm. So what happened is that um, she has had this back pain, very debilitating, and the pain was growing more and more. And I think, you know, during the times when she, she went through a divorce and was feeling unsupported, so the pain was even more. And when you have back pain, of mm. course, if you, you know, do extreme sports, and injure yourself and all that, yeah, that could throw your back as well. And even if you have additional weight, right? Yeah. I mean, these these also, these also things also uh, 
play a role as well. Yeah, but you know, I I've just realised that the this muscular the the skeletal system is a very strong system. It's capable of bearing a lot of weight, right? So we're not talking about physical weight. Sometimes when you have a lot of emotional weight and yeah. and you know it, it manifests in the bones. Now, Frida, the body is really a metaphor for the mind. Mm. What's going on in your mind is translated as well to your body. So, um, what happened is that you know sometimes when we're digressing a little, yeah. Mm. But when you if you are out there and you know at work and all that, and you're having a lot of back pain, shoulder pain, head pain, and all that. You really need to go and look at your stress levels and ask yourself what is causing that. Mm. Are you not feeling supported? So in the case of this lady, she was having this back pain, and she was even going as far as Singapore and all that to get. Get treatment for the back pain, and she would go, and then for two weeks she'll be okay. Then the pain will come back, come back, and she spend lots of money, and she 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 was just very miserable about it. So sometimes being able to function at work as well, you know, we'd be in the middle of the work, and she say, um, "Can we sort of like end the meeting quickly because I really can't." carry on my I'm in so much mm. pain or oh, we can't go for a meeting today can you go alone because I'm in so much pain so I mean I know what pain is you know mm. and, and, and a lot of employers will go like yeah uh, pain excuse yeah so I said no no I mean I was her colleague anyway so I said you know what well, she she came to work and then she tried to bend down to pick up something that felt and she just was in such pain so I said enough of this let's get rid of it right now she said can you do that I said, well, let's give it a go. So I did a technique. It's called the pain paradigm. All right. Uh, and the pain paradigm is just, it, it's, it's a technique you learn at NLP master practitioner level. Very simple. Chronic pain is a result of our unconscious mind telling us that we've got all these embedded, um, suppressed emotions that we really need to get rid of. So if you're suppressing a lot of emotions, you're going to get pain. It's like weight on your skeletal system. So you're going to get pain in your back, maybe sometimes your bones, your arms and things like that. So two questions. What is the level of the emotion? What is, mm. What's the emotion you're feeling right now? What is the level of your pain on a scale of 1 to to 10 mm. so at the start before anything you say what's the level of your pain now and she said it's a 9 mm. I said oh wow that's pain mm. so I said okay what are, emotion are you feeling now every time she connected with an emotion that she had suppressed because she didn't dare allow herself to feel it sometimes we think it's wrong to feel these emotions extreme anger at someone we love all right, and we think it's wrong, so we suppress it. Oh, I'm not supposed to feel that way mm. towards my children or my mm. husband or something. We suppress, suppress. Yeah. It will come out in some sort of way. If not, if not in a pain in your back or something, it could affect your internal organs. Right. All right, depending on on um, so what sort of emotion it is. So um, <laughs> what I did was just ask her those two questions. Every time I, she she told me really connected with the emotion inside, the pain level went down. Hmm. But every time she dissociated and said, "Oh, you know, I'm I'm just not uh, contented. Contentment is a state; it's not really a feeling." Mm-hmm. Or if she didn't talk about a feeling, the pain level would go up. So this went on for one and a half hours. Just two questions. I'm sitting there and asking her these two questions, and she's asking. And every time the pain level goes up and I'm saying, nope, you're suppressing. Get in touch with that emotion. Let it. Let yourself feel that emotion. Tell me what it is. The pain level went down. So after one and a half hours of this, the pain went down to zero. The pain left her body. Hmm. So she was pain-free for the first time. Wow. And then she 
couldn't believe it lah. She was bending and stretching. I don't believe it. The pain is gone. <laughs> I can't believe it. And then she touched her back where the pain is usually the most yes. intense. There used to be a lump. Disappeared. Disappeared. Wow, I don't know. I I mean, you tell me these things; they they sound almost magical. Like yeah. people listening out there might say, "Like, is this for real or not?" You know. But she has written her testimonial on her Facebook page, and you know things like that. And mm. she still today, she's been remained relatively pain free. Mm. I mean, she's had another child. Mm. Um, you know. Meanwhile, and during a pregnancy, it was the normal pregnancy. You know, tiredness and soreness that women get out of carrying a child, but not. That kind, kind of, of pain. pain. I remember, I think this was before I knew you. I, I or, or didn't know you as well. And I went through a back pain that lasted for about two years. And I I went over, I, I did the all the physical things. So I think psychologically, I got over it. I think it was a period, you know, what was the anger? It was definitely anger. Mm. It was definitely wanting to strangle someone. Mm. So I think I... <laughs> I suppressed it. So I suppressed it. And it's so yes, because strangling someone is definitely not recommended to release your anger. I understand. So anyway, but you know, of course, you do all your other physical yeah, treatments yeah, yeah. as well. But I think it was a, a state of mind that I had to overcome. I, I knew that was a very difficult period in my life at that moment. So anyway, uh, we're going to go through um, other uh, case that you have. Yeah, thought? I have something to say, Frida. I just want to, you know, have a disclaimer out there. Mm. Anybody who comes to me and says, you know, I've got this. You're not the doctor. I'm not the doctor. I'm not a medical practitioner. I am not qualified to heal. I never claim to heal people. Mm. But what I do to ask people is, have you gone through all the medical checkups? Mm. Have you gone to see the relevant doctor, done your scans, your blood tests, whatever it is, and you come back and then say, carry on. I mean, you know, if it's it's a chronic disease or something, carry on with the treatment. Please do not stop. What I do is to help release your emotions and help you get in touch with or limiting beliefs that might be holding you back from healing. Mm. Once those are gone, then probably you are going to be responding better to whatever medical treatment you have. But I also have people coming to me and saying there's no medical basis. Mm. My own story, as I mentioned earlier, is a is a case in point, you know, right. so we'll talk about that later. Yeah, so if you have any questions, you know, uh, certain things that you're going through right now and you want, uh, you know, Sheila to be able to address that, you can just say, you know, anonymous, don't mention my name. Uh, we can do that as well. You can uh, WhatsApp us at 016 uh, tweet us at BFM Radio, go and ask that question on BFM Enterprise, our Facebook page. We're live there and we'll continue our conversation with Sheila Singham from Human Equation. Uh, this is Reason Game, BFM 89.9. Brilliant financial model, BFM 89.9. Good morning, this is Rita Liu. Uh, yes, raise your game. Sheila Singham from Human Equation joins us for the final Friday of the month. And uh, we're talking about the mind, body and spirit and how this actually affects uh, us. You know, whether it's something, if it's, if you're suffering from a pain or whatever, it connects back. And if you're in the workplace, this is, this is a pain, you yeah, know, definitely. <laughs> to be suffering from pain and trying to work, right? So we're talking about how this all connects and you were sharing a case study earlier on and I'm like, wow, what have I gone through in the last couple of years? I've had back pain and of course, I'll talk a little bit about my, my ankle as well uh, in just a moment. But here's another case study. And of course, if you have any questions yeah, or scenarios you want, Sheila, to just perhaps shed some light, you can WhatsApp us at 0162019000. Join us on our BFM Enterprise Facebook page. We're live there or you can tweet us at BFM Radio. Now, so this is a, a client attended your NLP and Timeline Therapy Practitioner Certification uh, during which she was coached to release the negative emotions and limiting beliefs. At the end of it, her medical condition disappeared. So what's the story here? Well, she has skin condition. 
Right, she's had it for years and years. Very sensitive person, has been suppressing a lot of things, um, trying to live her life from her parents' perspective and do whatever they wanted, but um, it wasn't making her happy. So she came in a very sort of came for the program, very depressive state. And in our NLP and timeline therapy practitioner program certification program, people come and they they watch the theory and the demo and the the story behind it, and then they actually. Um, coach each other supervised by me using the techniques that I teach so she went through the whole process and lo and behold in within a week mm. after finishing her skin problem disappeared mm. she came and told me you know and I, and I've seen it happen during our program as well people who come in with yeah. like frozen shoulder and all that mm. and at the end of it it's like it disappears so for me, having seen this so many times, as they say, you know, the proof of the pudding, lah, you know, you yeah. can hear all these stories and you say really or not. Mm. But when you see it happening right behind your eyes, mm. for me, physical evidence is very important. Mm. You know, I mean, I, I come from a science background, mathematics and all that. So facts and figures are very important to me. Yeah, so I, I saw this happening and I thought, wow, amazing. Because she had released so much of negative emotions, she had released a lot of limiting beliefs about herself. And, uh, and her why is it resulting in, in you know, skin? Yeah. The skin is the largest sensory organ in the body. It's the most sensitive. You know how sometimes when you sense danger, where do you sense it? Mm. You sense it on your skin. People say you get goosebumps. Or yeah, some my spider, my spider senses are tingling. Ah, yeah, yeah uh, hair standing at the back of your mm. head. Because that skin is built to receive all this. Yeah. It has receptors to receive all this information. We always think, oh, the skin feels hot and cold. Mm. And, you know, um, smoothness and fine silks or rough wools. That's all it does. But skin is actually picking up a lot of information. So sometimes if you're walking down a lonely path and you're, you know, you get goosebumps or some, you feel your hair stand or something, don't disregard it. Run. Mm. Because the skin is picking up all this information about danger mm. and sending it to you. So you need to learn how to make meaning of, of your, 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 you know, the, the messages your body is giving you. I always tell people now, listen to your body. Um, you know, I myself basically, I haven't seen, a, a, except for some chronic problems, which actually had their roots in, in um, my thoughts and my feelings. I, I do a lot of self-healing in the sense that talk to my body. Mm. When I feel a sore throat coming on before like an extended training program, I'll talk to my body. Mm. I'll say, what do you need? You know, do you need me to give you honey and water? You know, I actually talk to my body and people think that's crazy. But you see, your body believes every word you say. Mm. Everything that you say, your body believes. You send messages to your body, your body picks that up. I've had migraines and I said... Please, I need to go for an important meeting. I need you to recede. Uh, I don't understand what's the problem. Is there an emotion that I need to get in touch with? Or is there a limiting belief that I need to face with regard to this meeting, this person? And immediately I'll face it and the the pain recedes. Right. Uh, one of the things as well, uh, you know, I mean, a personal story, and this is where, where I shared with you. I said, why? I said, I'm running a lot. Uh, I was running it and, and exercising and my left ankle hurts, right? So to me, it's just... Uh, pain on the left ankle, right? And but you were saying that it was something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, normally uh, when when we study that, the right side represents the masculine mm. side of you, and the um, left side represents the feminine side of you. We all have a, a masculine right. and feminine side. Mm. So at that point in time, I remember mm. asking you, Frida, mm. what's the next step you're going into in your career? Mm. 
and um, you told me, mm-hmm. right? It has something to do with women's empowerment and mm-hmm. stuff like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And so your left ankle, that that's when I, I asked you, was it something to do with women? Mm-hmm. You know, some feminine mm-hmm. a- energy or uh, thing that you were planning to do. And you said, you said, hey, how did you know? Mm-hmm. I said, yeah, because left ankle mm-hmm. and leg, ankle, ankle running, right? It's right. Move, helping you to move forward. So in the feet and all that, anything that's preventing you from moving forward, it's like perhaps you're poised in the threshold or something and you might be afraid or ah. relaxed. Or scared to take that step. Feel unsupported. Maybe, mm. yeah. I myself, you know, when I left a paid employment to go out and start my own business, Human Equation, and uh, my my husband and business partner, KP Warren, as well, he um, came in to join me. He left his uh, job mm. uh, in, in the media and came to join me. And we both sort of technically had no salary coming in at the end of the month. I started getting a lot of back pain and mm. I started getting pain in my left arm. I was wondering why that was happening. It's all on the left, huh? Why the, the left? left? For me, mm. my timeline represents, my timeline is like this, right? The, the right represents the past and the left represents the future. So I was so concerned and anxious about the future that this was just weighing me down, mm. you know, the future and, and what was going to happen was weighing me down. And I started to get lower back pain. Mm. So lower back pain is always usually about being unsupported materially, financially and things like that. Mm. And Which after that, I went on to say, you know, oh, yeah, uh, when I run a little bit more, my right knee uh, is, is, was, was uh, uh, you know, giving me a little bit of trouble. Mm. And what does that signify? Well... Probably also that's the masculine, masculine side. side, you know. There's there's a maybe you're suppressing your masculine side, mm. you know, or maybe it's coming out wanting to come out stronger, but mm. because you are essentially Frida, a very feminine person in in appearance, mm. strong, yeah. but essentially very feminine. So nobody looking at you would think, hey, she's got a masculine side waiting to come out, you know. So probably that was it. And if you had sort of given. Um, you know, allowed given rain to it, allowed it to come out. Uh, then probably your knee pain would have gone. I think I, I see. I see the connection as well. Sometimes I, maybe you know w- there were things that we wanted to say, and I felt that it was too masculine, so I didn't say yeah. those things. Yeah. Um, and hence it was resulting in that. Yeah. Uh, very very interesting here, and we'll we'll go through another uh, case study uh, a little later as well. Again, you know, if you have any concerns and thoughts, uh, do send them over. You can WhatsApp us at zero one six two zero one nine thousand. You can go to our BFM Enterprise Facebook page live. You can leave a comment there or you can tweet us at BFM Radio. Sheila Singer from Human Equation. Uh, Race again. Uh, stay tuned. BFM 89.9. Become fabulous millionaires. BFM. 89.9. It's still Razor Game. I'm Frida Liu. Sheila Singham from Human Equation here with me. Final Friday of the month. I saw Tools for Transformation series. And today we're talking about how the mind, body and soul uh, connects, mind, body and spirit connects. And how, you know, if you're not feeling too great at work or something health-wise, it all comes back to a deeper deeper sort of thing mm. right and you were sh- sharing some examples as well um, if you have any questions you can whatsapp us at 0162019000 say anonymous if you don't want me to mention your name you can uh, go to BFM Enterprise Facebook Live and post your questions there or you can tweet us at BFM Radio I just want to say CA for Malaysia thank you for tweeting about how you like that song earlier on if you have any questions do tweet us too now this is uh, the third case study and this is your own personal story Sheila mm. right uh, your own personal experience of healing uh, the mind body and spirit level to get rid of your physical symptoms. So how did you do this so that you can also heal thyself? Huh? Yep. Uh, well, you know, I 
I thought I'd share my own personal experience, Frida, so that you know it, it's more credible and to explain why I really have a deep belief in this. Right. So about two and a half years ago, I uh, before that actually, I've been constantly getting this recurring sort of bladder mm-hmm. symptoms, infection. I thought it was infection, and it came to a point where you know it was just very mis- making me very miserable. And uh, I was doing mine, you know, helping people to get in touch with their feelings and all to, you know, sort of see whether it's connected with the symptoms. And I thought, well, you know, I better do something about it. So as I prescribe, always go to a medical doctor, a specialist, get yourself checked out. So I went to see a specialist. I went to see the urologist and he checked me out and all. And he turned around and said to me, well, the, you don't have any sort of organisms. Right. You, you're, you're clear, actually. Mm. I said, but doctor, I'm still having the symptoms. So there's the symptoms of urinary tract infection. Sort but of, you, yeah. yeah but, you, but you don't have it. I don't have it. Okay. No, no organisms, mm. you know. So um, he, he did a scope. He said, okay, I'll do a scope. And when he did a scope, he said to me, he showed me the scan and he said, your lower part of your bladder is very red. It's very irritable. Mm. Okay. Mm. I said, oh my gosh. I keep using the word, I'm very irritated. Hmm. Constantly saying I'm so irritated or I don't know if I can say this on air. I'm very off. Okay. Right. <laughs> right. Beep. Yeah, okay. Right. Right. So, okay, what I did was I went, I took the cause of whatever antibiotics and all that. I said, well, it's still there. The symptoms are still there. So I went through that process. I actually also then after that, okay, pills were not helping me. So I went through an Ayurvedic detox Mm -hmm. program. Again, the body. I worked on the body, did the whole range of detox and all that. I was fine for a month. Symptoms came back. Hmm. Okay, then I said, oh, this is something deeper here, right? Hmm. So I decided to address it at a spiritual level. Hmm. So I went to see my pastor and told her that I'm having this. And first question she asked me, who are you holding anger and unforgiveness towards? I'm hmm. like, it hit me like a brick, hmm. right? I'm like, oh yeah, there are a couple of people that hmm. I really... She said, you better release it. Let's pray about it. And you know, we did that and all that. So in my conscious mind, I had released it mm. prayed about it and all that and I was okay for a while then the the thing was still there mm. then I had my fe- my fellow NLP trainer mm. from um, Perth had come down to Singapore to visit her parents she's Singaporean and suddenly she said to me Sheila I think I want to take a flight and come visit you I miss you mm. so she came and I told her about this that I, I'd gone through you know treatment done everything, done everything. And I said, the only thing that's left is the mind. So I'd done body, I'd done spirit, mind not done. Mm. So she said, okay, let's sit down and look at your limiting beliefs with respect to your health and like whatever it is that's inside of that. Mm. And she did. Mm. She cleared some limiting beliefs I had and in my youth, which had told me that I had a weak bladder and uh. things like that, you know, and other things. And my goodness, at that point, and this is when really my belief in the the impact of their thoughts and on the body really solidified as i was letting go of all these limiting beliefs um my my abdomen started to sort of you could feel it i could feel it it Mm. started to sort of like uh, what's the word for it you know like shrink or cramp and not really Mm, cramp you know it was just sort of like yeah tingling sensation yeah. yeah and i was telling her and then then it went off and after that, the problem left me. Mm. Now, I think that what I'm trying to point out here, Frida, mm. um, I am not ashamed to say that 
there are times when I need help. Yeah. I help people. Mm. That doesn't mean I am infallible and I don't have problems and I'm mm. some guru sitting up on a mountain there. And I think that's the case with under a lot of us. <laughs> yeah, under the body tree. We're all human. We all still, I still sometimes in the process uncover some limiting belief that's like, <gasps> it popped up. Oh my goodness, get rid of it right now because it's interfering with my moving forward. Mm. So when I needed help, I went to a fellow coach. So I always tell people out there, there's no harm. There's nothing wrong, nothing to be ashamed of if you need to go and see someone to get some help. Yeah. You know, and I tell this to all my students. Um, I've got a forthcoming program from the 4th to 11th of March, yeah. our practitioner certification program. And I always tell people who come there, learn these techniques. It's, it's, it's about passing on these mm. techniques to people out there so that you go out there and you help people. So someone comes to you with a back pain, imagine, just imagine if you were to able to do a technique to help them get rid of it and, and, and alleviate their suffering and bring them to a place of mm. relief. Yeah. And how, how wonderful is that? So I think we, we, we should not laugh at this and say, really, the mind and the body. And even for me, people come and say, oh, my grandfather had this illness, my, my parents I'm predisposed to have it. I do not believe that. Yeah. I believe that you can take charge of your mind, you can take charge of your body and your results. One of the reasons why our grandparents have it, our great-grandparents and parents, and we get it, is because we get the belief that, oh, if they have it, then I will inherit it. It's in my mm. genes. Mm. You know, so if you have the belief, then you are going to um, sort of get whatever you are right. believing in or, or projecting out there. Mm. You know, for me, fortunately... And I thank God for this as well. And also, I think it's a result of my refusing to believe it. Till today, I, I don't have those symptoms of wow. hypertension or, you know, any of those other things that my parents and grandparents had. Because yeah. I think that what you take care of yourself, right. of course. Right. You don't just sort of work on your beliefs and then go eat anything you yes. want. And, you know. And, and, and that's the thing, right? When I, when I look at myself as well, because my, my family also predisposed. Uh, pre predisposed to, to have to high blood pressure and diabetes but i also see the way they eat yeah uh. <laughs> you know so i know the way they eat everything so it's like okay i it's buck stops here yeah you know, the buck, and then so so and maybe that's the kind of conditioning everything and you know my dad had high blood pressure at a very young age mm. so you also then you be very conscious okay Fine, that's know, right. Yeah. So that's why I say on the mind, body, spirit level. On mm. the spirit level, don't think that just because you're praying every day or you know thinking good thoughts and then you're just going to eat anything you want and don't take care of your body that yeah. your, everything's going to be okay. You need to address whatever condition that you're having at all three levels. Mm. And, and I think I'll, I'll just share also just recently, you know, I was just having a chat with you, right? Mm. And I was like, okay, there's certain areas of my life I feel I'm not moving forward. And sometimes, you know, because I've also gone for NLP courses and I understand the tools, but you just need that other person to get to that deeper level consciously. Yeah. I know what I need to do, yeah. right? But then we need someone to just go through it to our subconscious level. Yeah. And one of the things that we addressed was that I felt that I was not good enough yeah. in a particular area. Yeah. And that has been holding me back 
on you know this a lot, a, a lot of things. Oh, well, in a, in a particular area of my life, right? Mm. And then that also translates into other areas of life if that was not addressed. Correct. And yeah. now that has that has been addressed. Mm. How do you feel? I feel much better, you know. Mm. And no, I mean it's just like it's come to the surface. Now I know I, I need to address it, and I can pinpoint to when I felt that way, and how you know you just turn the situation around and look at it differently right now and remove that limiting belief from from your system, you know. And all systems go in all areas of life. True. Yeah. You see, and Frida, people out there looking at you would never think that, oh, she had any limiting belief. Or people looking at me think, oh, she's out there coaching people. How could she have any limiting beliefs? But we do. Yeah. We have them, over, we have sort of acquired them over a lifetime. Mm. So it's also going to take, you know, many yes. times to, and that, to, to get rid of them. And there's no shame or no harm. Yeah. In going and help getting someone to help you get it off, right? Because these are things that you can pick up later on in life as yeah. well, you know. Because I know when we're discussing and you're trying to trying to find out where the root cause was, was it so much earlier in my life? And it wasn't. It wasn't really. It wasn't during my childhood. It was the later stage of my life that I picked up a limiting belief, right? So it can come any time, and sometimes you you're just not aware. You, you are right, you know, because I l- used to read, mm-hmm. and one of the things I read is that when women are menopausing and all that, they will get all these bladder mm. infections in UTI. So I took that on as a limiting belief as well. Mm. So we got to be very, very careful what we read yeah. and choose to believe. Yeah. Not everything that everyone writes out there um, means that you the know, gospel truth. The gospel truth. Yeah. yeah. That's right. right. So thanks again, uh, Sheila Singham from Human Equation. She joins us for the final Friday of the month. If you do have any questions uh, that you'd like to address for next month, you can always send us an email to enterprise at bfm.my. Thanks for being with us again and sharing your thoughts uh, with us. You've been listening to Raise Your Game, BFM 89.9. We've got higher love. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, the business station.